Today is November 28th, week after Thanksgiving. It's been a little bit. We got a good show in store today. I hope, I hope, it hasn't happened yet, but I hope it's good. We're going to talk about this manager search dragging on. Yankee thankfuls, we got a lot of people sending those in. We're going to pitch Otani for a lot of teams, and we're going to do our all-time fat Yankee roster, which I'm excited for. Let's get in. Let's get into it. Cue the, do the music now. I'm talking I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee fan. What's up, Jake? How you doing? Jimmy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Yankees offseason. I think, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a big episode for us. I think we're going to silly with facts. I think that's our normal game plan. And I think that's what we're, that's what we got. Yeah, I'm a... Uh... I was, uh, I don't know, it just feels like it's been a while since we talked. And I had this idea, and we just had to sit on it. I don't like, you know me, I don't like sitting on ideas. If I think of something I want to do, I do it immediately. Today, I came home, Katie was like, what do you want to do for dinner? I said, I want Thai food, ordered Thai food. See what I mean? Right away. Right, boom. Boom, got it. Speaking of. Happened. You're you're eating soup right now? Yeah, I've got a little soup coming. I've, I've got a little, uh, little under the weather. So if you guys hear me die at some point, that's what happened. Yeah, having a little soup, and I'm not a big soup guy. Do you know that? I'm not a warm liquids guy. How many – well, you made me think of something. How many people – what's the ideal number of people to see you die? Like, is it best to die alone? You don't want to die in front of, like, 50 people, but maybe three is the correct number? I think it's – yeah, it's like immediate, immediate family. So, how like – How long have you been thinking about this? Since you said – like, if we get to watch you die tonight, I was like, man, that'd be interesting to die in public. That kind of would suck. And I was like, well, you don't want to die alone. So I think it's like two to five people. It's kind of a memory. Like, I don't know. It depends how it would be happening. But like, if I could say like, we love you, mom, like recorded while I die, I think that'd be kind of nice. That's what you want your last breath to be? Not necessarily, but it'd be, it's a nice thing to... To say because your wife or you know, kids might feel slighted. I think you just so say, "I love you all." I don't have a wife or kids. But well, oh, if you die tonight, I would just say, yeah. "I love you all" at any point in life. If I was about to die, because then like everyone feels included. Like he loved me. Well, I think we covered it. All right, yeah. So, uh, talking Yanks, subscribe. What's new in Yankee Land? I was gonna ask you to rank your your uh, Asian foods. As a, as a nice little intro opener, but the death question solved that problem. Yeah, we decided to go death question. <laughs> uh, all right, well, tweet us in. What's your ideal number of people to die in front of? I think it's in the two to five range. Counting doctors. All right, what's new in Yankee Land? What's new in Yankee Land is nothing. A lot of nothing. I tweeted it out today. I am officially sick of the Yankee manager search. Today, Beltron is now officially being interviewed. That means we have six official interviews. We talked about the other five last episode. I don't even want to talk about it. Like people might be like, what's your take on all these new interviews? My take is I'm fucking over it, man. Like, and th this is a good thing that's happening because they're making me so sick of this process that as soon as they announce who they hire, it's every I'm, I'm going to be like, okay, cool, good. Let's just go on to phase two now. Yeah, not not a not a bad tactic if that's what the Yanks are going for. Like, okay, just hire someone. We don't really care if we love them at this point. You know, I'm just gonna toot my own horn. I I kind of called this. They're yeah, you tweeted it last week. Picking up young guys, and you know, he's really playing up like the players' coach thing that they said 
Girardi was not. So I guess there was more belief in that than we believed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, my gripes with Beltran have always been like, for someone who's told to be this like worldly baseball guy, he always looks like he's miserable and the mall. He has <laughs> the mall. Beltran has a mole in his ear that doctors have said they cannot operate on because it's too close to his brain. So it's just like deep inside his ear. No doctor will touch it. No doctor will touch it. Yeah, Beltron, like, CC came out and he was like, he's he's always coaching. He's not just a player. And then people on Twitter think they know. Like, no one, none of us know. None of us know if Beltron's going to be a good manager. CC doesn't know. And, like, the people, I tweeted this, taking younger guys aside and t- mentoring them and tutoring them doesn't mean you're going to make a good manager. Just because you're a great dude and awesome teammate, I'm not saying it won't translate. But I'm saying you can't be like, so that means he's going to be a good manager. There's a lot more to it. Like dealing with the press is one of the biggest things I think a manager has to handle, which shouldn't, shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, in New York, I think that's more of a factor than other places too. Definitely. And it's one of those things that's like kind of ironic, kind of dumb. Like they want the young, sexy manager. And then they were like, well, if they hire Beltran, like they're going to have to get a super experienced bench coach. And it's like, okay, so like. So that guy's kind of the manager, but you got the young, cool guy. <laughs> yeah. So, so so Tony Payne comes back. Oh, yeah. you know you know what made me sad? Go on. What made you sad, man? Um, no, what made you sad? Rob Thompson uh, interviewed in Philadelphia for a bench coach. So, like, I don't know. I feel like if you work for the Yankees for 25 years and then you go interview to be the head manager and now they've interviewed six people after you, you probably get, yeah. you probably get the sense of like, oh, I guess uh, – <laughs> I'm not going to get that gig and maybe yeah, Cashman they, doesn't want me back. And it's just like, I feel like he just walked into Philadelphia's office and like was still wearing like a Yankee shirt and sat down. I was like, yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> He's like kind of hung over. Like, just, like he kept bringing up the Yankees. Yes. Every answer like, was like, like ex, well, like in New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I mean the Yankees, I, w- I was with them for 25 years. So how they did it. It's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a movie, like a movie when you go on a date with a guy who like they just broke up with someone and that's all they're talking about. Like, oh yeah, my last relationship. Well, when me and Ben used to go to the movies, <laughs> like, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that Rob Thompson's out, right? Like, it should be crazy weird if they hired him now. I think so, but any doubt in your mind that Rob Thompson is like a, a Yankee ball boy when he's seventy five years old? Man, no. No doubt. He's a Yankee for life. Yeah, he's a Yankee for life. He'll, Yankee he'll come back at Old Timers Day, and people will just be like, who? Oh, yeah, Rob. Oh, yeah, Rob, 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 that guy that took creepy pictures and, and didn't get the job <laughs> when he should have got the job, maybe. Hey, hey, if, if he gets the job, good for him. He's got oh. a cool nickname, Topper. Toppers. All right, that's about that's about the end of the Yankee news. The no, nothing. It's, I, I, I summed it up. It's all nothing until it's something. And right now it's just all nothing, and it sucks. They did make hot take. Yeah, super hot take. They did make some minor league trades uh, to clear up room on the forty man. They set the forty man. I've been tweeting out my thoughts on the forty, or not tweeting out. I've, I've been writing articles or blogs, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Because the first one I tried to read said Ellsbury was going to be the starting center fielder when Cashman has come out and said Hicks is going to be the starting center fielder. I don't know how you write an article. And lead off with just the, 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 the wrong. wrong. You gotta nail. If you're writing an article, you gotta nail it with the headline and the first sentence. So then I wrote. If you're out on those, yeah. Yeah. So I wrote my own, and then 
Like there's no structure to mine. It's like this guy, like half of them, I have my expectations for what I want next year. Half of them, I have my thoughts on their performance last year. So it's really just like, like if someone that doesn't know me or follow me on Twitter reads this, like, dude, this, this, this guy is all over the map. It's like, yeah, it's just basically I threw the name out and then just typed whatever came to my brain about them. There was some search. You're an all over the map kind of guy. Yeah. Like some of them were in-depth stats and others were like, this dude's young and uh, congrats. You got protected. Awesome. What, what Thai food did you get tonight? I'm a pad Thai always. And then I got chicken satay with the peanut sauce. And uh, I don't think Katie was happy about that. She didn't like it. I feel like that's always lackluster. I think that. I feel like you always expect more. And then it's just like a couple pieces of chicken kebabs. And you're like. So that's this could have been this could have been more. Uh, so that's exactly what it was tonight, and like I ordered for Katie, and she was kind of like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Fuck!" But yeah, if it's good, that's a really good meal. So like, I just take took all the chicken off the stick today because I had to save it, and then I cut it up, and then I mixed it with the rice, put the peanut sauce in nice. there. It was a good save. I told Katie to do it, but she was kind of already out, like mentally out. Right, you had to step up and do that at that point. Yeah. Like I'll, it was like, I'll show my kids one day. This is how you eat bad chicken pate, satay. No such thing as bad chicken. No. And Maybe. Thai food's number one of my Asian foods, which I was going to say earlier, but we talked about death instead. Yeah. Uh, goodbye to, death. goodbye to Coop. Cooper's gone. Yeah. Came and went. Bye. Thanks. See ya. Have fun. Yeah. I, I mean, we, middle of the year, we kind of said, you know, we were making our own 2018 plans, and we kind of said, hey, kind of a him and Bird platoon. That that fell off pretty quick. Bird, um, Bird's a man, man. So, I don't know. Tough. Is he – I mean, is he gone, gone? Can he come back? I mean, if Miami trades him back. Oh, I I thought they just didn't protect him, and he was, like, gone. No. Nope. I didn't realize. Nope. What do we – just prospects? We traded him and Caleb Smith. The nose. The nose. Yeah, the toucan, Sam, uh, who, like, debuted in the same game in Minnesota. No, that's not true. They both played They both played in one game in Minnesota and played well. Cooper had his first hit, three hits. Smith pitched four innings, I think, and the first three were really good. They're gone, and we got uh, some pitcher in Miami system who's, like, I think high ceiling but not high value right now. I, Caleb Smith had some pretty decent stuff for a lefty arm. He just falls in that category of Louis Sessa, Brian Mitchell, Caleb Smith right now, where it's like, yeah. you guys have had your shot to uh, stick and like get me excited. Impress for, us. Yeah, impress us, and you haven't. So either you're trade bait now or you're going to be a long man shit, like you're long man for us. I think so. Yeah. Like I think, I don't know, they're on the 40 man, so they're definitely get spot starts. Just because if it's just like a one-time spot start, because they're not going to mix around or DFA someone just to bring Chance up for one spot start. Because right. Chance Adams isn't on the 40-man. So people are going to be really upset about that when that happens in 2018. When we need a spot starter and it's not Chance Adams, they're not going to understand the the 40-man limitations. Yeah, but, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of stuff will happen between now and then. Yeah, so goodbye, Koopa Loop. Fastest finger guns in all the Bronx. They, were, they weren't as finger guns on south. They weren't as fast as mine. That I just did. All right, let's go on to Yankee thankfuls. I thought this would be fun. It was okay. I thought we would. Uh, <laughs> it was hard, and I, I, it was hard to come up with something besides like I'm thankful that Judge was good. But yeah. So I said I thought about it, and uh, 
At minor uh, Ernest, I am thankful that the Ref Snyder experiment came to an end. And okay. that's not a slight at Ref Snyder. That's like happy for him. He got yeah, he, right. Yeah, he got picked up by Cleveland, and uh, hopefully he gets a, a, a real shot and isn't just riding the bus from Cleveland to wherever their AAA team is. And then I also said I'm happy that the G-Man Choi experiment existed at all. It was a week in time, and uh, he hit he had four hits in like six games, and two of them were home runs, and one was to like take the lead or tie against the Brewers. So, and he was. Got a little G Man Choi dance in the dugout, so that was nice. Those were my two. They're they're uh, they were true. I'll I'll um I mean I'll just throw, you know we're we're a couple short guys. We refer to ourselves as the small sometimes. Um, Teresa's grabbing the camera. You know, every, everyone. You know, I I joke because we it started. We have some friends that are talls, smalls, and talls. My my sister made a joke that got me good this weekend. Um, cause we were talking about some of the talls and she was like, so who are the other smalls? And I was like, Oh, Jimmy mentioned like cheaty, baldy, like the smalls are getting random. And then she goes, Oh yeah. Smalls are replaceable. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Tough shot for my sister. So you're saying but, toes replaceable? Well, I, I think, you know, you and me dug through some Yankees old rosters recently. I think at the end of the day, he's not going to be a 10 year Yankee, but I think he's probably going to be in the league that long. So um, I'm, I'm thankful for Toe, Toe doing his little guy responsibilities, taking the camera. Being a mascot. And th- thanks for the fans. How about that? Like, <sighs> like if you're short or fat, you got to be bringing something else to the table. Like, Choi brought his dance. CC right. brings just his, like, his gut alone is pretty impressive. And he, he's pretty fiery, fat, fiery guy. Toe had to yeah. be the little mascot. Not everyone's Greg Bird, Mr. Hot Body Handsome Face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Hot Body Handsome Face. <laughs> Damn, what I'd do for that nickname? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I, I, I just, nothing. I'm not going to work out or anything or be better yeah. looking. All right, Yankee Thankfuls. I'm going to read you something that we got, all right? Maybe so. You, you grade them. Should we grade them or is that rude? Because it's what they're thankful know. for. Like if we went around the Thanksgiving uh, table and my grandma was no, like, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm, a pretty, I'm a pretty nice grader. Okay, here we go. I'm, thank, I'm thankful the Chris Carter experiment existed. Hashtag original Chris Carter fan. You know, B minus. Hashtag saves it because I started that hashtag, so I'm, I'm fond of it. Yeah. Chris, oh. hey, Chris, Chris Carter led the league in home runs last year. It's terrifying. <laughs> you know, if if you get a good month from Chris Carter, it's like, okay, kind of nice. You get a bad month from Chris Carter, it's a pedestrian playing baseball. Name me a better first baseman than Chris Carter right now. Impossible. Tough. Tough to do. Tough. Tweeted that out and, like, a bizarre amount of people are like, are you serious? No, I'm not fucking serious. I talked about that last week. All right. I'm th- Chris, Chris Carter, the wide receiver. Yep. I'm thankful for Chris Carter bringing the entire Yankees Twitter fan base together to actually agree on something. Yep. I, you know, hey, Chris Chris Carter was a, a – Chris Carter's memoriam was one of your most popular tweets. Which <laughs> yeah. I was a little disgusted at at first, but – No, it's good. It's fun. No, it's, Chris Carter did bring everyone together. It was like, well – well, Even the we mo- know this can't keep happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm thankful for Chris Carter and Brian Mitchell's unmatched skills at first base. Getting to see Brian Mitchell play first base was pretty fun because he yeah. just like couldn't catch a ball. I'm thank I'm thankful for Tyler Clippard moving his many talents (parentheses none of which involve baseball) to another team. Um, he's a world champion. Yeah. So I'm thankful for the Ronald Toe Show presented by W. B. Mason. Same thing you said. 
Hey, that's kind of that's what I said. What are you gonna grade that? I, a A plus. Wow, I'm thankful. Bird hired a speed speed coach. Oh shit, that's the first time I've read that correctly. I what did you think it was saying? Speech coach? Speech coach, because I always say Greg Bird's so good with the media, and I was kind of like, I don't think he hired a speech coach, man. I think he's just good at talking. And I yeah. even copied and pasted it into my notes, and I still didn't read it. He hired a speed coach. If that, I don't know if that's true. Like on Instagram, is he like working on his speed? Because if that's Greg true, Bird's speed coach? Greg Bird, good friend of mine, just uh, let me know if that's true, because that's awesome. I've got the Google. Unhitch the wagon, Greg! That's what a, a dad would yell. Uh... I'm thankful that Judge proved everyone wrong, and Greg Bird became a late-season stud. Yeah, nice. I'm thankful for Didi Gregorius's Twitter account. Didi's Didi's pretty good. Yeah. For social media athletes, Didi's pretty good. I'm thankful Cashman decided to start Judge in the majors this year, last year, whatever, however you say it. Yeah, that worked yeah. out. I don't know if it was Cashman's decision or Gir- Girardi's, but it worked out. I'm thankful for the list. I think we have the table list. list. I think we have the table list talk. We went all in last week, but we like it. Yeah, list list is the only thing I like about you. I'm thankful for Gardner's hustle. Yeah. Says says his grandma. That's what it is. Punky Russell. Punky Russell. If if I Bad ever show. if I ever had a, the ability to, to like make like if our following ever got big enough to make merch and sell shirts, I think a Punky Russell shirt would be like well, I don't think anyone would buy it maybe cuz it's tough to buy a shirt. <laughs> Right. Whoa, did you just bark? Whoa. Did you hear that? It sounded like someone just barked. So I don't I don't think the Punky Russell shirts would fly off the shelves because people would be like, well, who is that? Is that a band? It's like, oh, no, it's Brett Gardner's grandma. It's like, But I picture her with, with like, short spiked hair. What about uh, the Funky Meters? Funky Meters. It's good when we do inside jokes no one understands. <laughs> funky Meters was a hat I had that was, like, a local. I think they might be a real band. I don't know. Oh spe- no, they are. We looked it up one time. Yeah, speaking of uh, uh, a hat I had, which is clothes. Speaking of clothes, we have our first uh, ad deal for the listeners, um, which is exciting because it's 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 not like something stupid. It is something tangible that Yankee fans will like. So here it is. Go to affordablejerseys.com and get yourself a Yankee jersey this winter for Christmas. If not, tell your girlfriend, your mom your wife to buy you one because we have a, it's it's pretty good discount. Now, Jake, number one thing about Yankee fans is can you wear a jersey with the name on the back? What's your answer to that? Yeah. A jersey? Yeah. Yeah, I've got no qualms with that. Ugh. I I kind of hate myself cuz I do cuz I think it's like kind of like a uh arrogant Yankee fan, but if I see someone wearing an Act like a jersey, fine. If I see someone wearing a jersey with the name on the back, I, I just I would I wouldn't do it. I don't like doing it. So our buddy started a website to sell authentic jerseys, and you can get Yankees without the name on the back. To get Yankees without the name on the back at MLB.com is two hundred and twenty-five dollars, which is insane. It's a lot of money. These I'm wearing one. I'll tweet out this video. Maybe it is like nice material. Uh, where's the tag? It's Majestic, I think. Whatever that real thing is. Oh, this is a World Series patch one. Special order from uh, our friend. And it's Posada because I love catchers. I got a home. I got a home as well. They're nice. They're like uh, that meshy, breathable summer light material. Because last season when the Yankees came to Oakland, I went on all those fake 
websites to get jerseys. I like asked Twitter for help. It's tough, man. I've ordered one for like 40 bucks and it's just like a piece of shit, like that really stiff. These are real jerseys, real Yankee jerseys. You can get them for 70, they're $79.99 at affordablejerseys.com, but put in the discount code JOMBOY, J-O-M-B-O-Y, you get $10 off, which leaves you at $70. No, it leaves you at, it's $89.99, $10 off, leaves you at $80. That's like $144 less than MLB.com. Pretty not bad. And I think right now they don't have everything in stock. They have Bird, Tanaka, Judge. Gary, Brett, maybe Sevy. G-Man. G-Man Choi, yeah. So, uh, yo, I got two. Jake's got none because he's a punk. No name. Punk. No name. Only, yeah. Only $80, no name. Go to affordable. I respect the no name, but it's it's also, if you have one with a name, I'm not going to be mad at you. No, because. because the, no name's nice. The price thing is stupid. That you have to pay so much more money to ha- to not have the name is ridiculous. Right. So I understand it from that from there, but I'd rather just wear a jersey than one with a name on it. That's just me. These are You're a fabric guy. Yeah. Affordablejerseys.com. John Boy is the discount code. Buy a couple. That would be cool. Would be cool. Christmas. Would be cool. Uh, be cool to see the turnout. I'll tweet out the link and everything like that. Those like tough jersey sh- sites are brutal. Like, uh... re- this one's like it's he made it nice. It's nice and easy. I got, um, what did I get? I ordered, like, three. I ordered a U.S. men's soccer jersey off this, like, a- Asian website. Super cheap, but they charge you on shipping, whatever. U.S. men's soccer jersey. I like that a lot. Fit fit okay. I got a Broncos jersey that was a men's medium that was absolutely giant. Like, one of the biggest jerseys I've ever seen. What was the third jersey? Did I get a Yanks one? Um, Maybe I got a Knicks one. I don't know. Blanking on it. But it was actually... The part that made me laugh was the the soccer jersey. It came as a full kit, so it had a pair of like little tiny shorts that came with it. <laughs> okay. This was kind of nice. I'm never gonna wear these, but thanks, appreciate you. Yeah, these are cool. But don't go there. No, those websites always are shady. They're a gamble. Like, what am I getting? Am I? Yeah. And then sometimes you get like they're like you can tell they just stitched these together. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like not the real materials. This is the real shit. Really comfortable, too, because this is going to be cool in the summer. Cool for the summer. When I was at the Oak, when I was at the Coliseum last season, it was 100 degrees. It was, I just sat in a puddle of sweat. Your sweater. I'm a big-time sweater. Hey, first ad, long ad. You did it. First ad, long ad. Not as a big of a sweater as um, Katie's step-grandpa. Step He's only like 40 years old, but her grandma was remarried to the 40-year-old German dude. You would have got a kick out of his sweating, man. It was like a sight to see. It's basically like a human waterfall was at the corner of the table. <laughs> I like, you know, I like that. So and he was just, he's just, <laughs> just sitting there, dripping like onto his plate. Like his plate had like oh, you could okay. see the liquid. Let's, we already talked death. We don't need sweat talk. All right, the other fun news, uh, which actually was Otani's agent told every team to write a seven-part written pitch why Otani should come to you. <clears throat> people were freaking out. Like Some people were like, ah, oh, this makes me think he's a real uh, prima donna. Like this is, I bet this is pretty normal. They just don't have time to talk to everyone because they have seven days, and they can weed out the people that aren't interested. I, I, I don't think, and it's his agent asking for it, so I don't think this makes Otani 
a prima donna, but has a lot of fun because I legitimately had a moment where I thought about the Rays trying to draft a letter with seven points of why he should come play for the Rays. It's, it's people were trying to throw other teams. The Rays are the toughest sell. And uh, people on Twitter had fun. Here's what I came up with. Uh, you'll get less coverage in America than you got while playing in Japan. <laughs> no one will talk about you at all. Um, this was actually my favorite that I came up with. Do you like old people in strip clubs? Do you enjoy playing in a bubble with a couple hundred opposing fans? Come on down. <laughs> and if you do really good, we won't re-sign you. Uh, let me try and find some replies because some people had some funny shit. Come play in the dump. We'll not only refuse to spend money to improve the team, we'll also fight your arbitration raises. <laughs> uh, hey, now, don't forget snowbirds, beaches, and bipolar weather. Ever experience 100 degrees and thunderstorms? Come on down to Tampa. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, there's. I mean, I don't want to take this seriously, but for the Rays, other all the other teams, you can make some serious pitches for the Rays. I don't. I can't think of a serious. I've I've only got one serious one for the Rays. Is that you would be like, if you're as good as you are, like you're an all-time Tampa sports legend, like uncontested. Who the fuck the cares about that? King of Tampa. The King of Tampa. <laughs> um, hold on. I know that there was some more more funny ones, so I want to I want to get to them before we do yeah. our game. Uh. We can give you the worst stadium in Major League with an average attendance of 10,000 a game and make the playoffs once every 10 years. We also have Stingrays. Uh, <laughs> if you're intimidated by large crowds, we have just the place for you. You'll get the opportunity to learn new rules about catwalks and rings. Ceiling truss rings, that is. You don't have to play in cold weather. He does play in, like, snow and an indoor stadium right now, so maybe he likes that shit. He's like, no, I'm, 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 trying to, trying, I'm used to indoor stadiums, so I'm trying to find an indoor stadium, imagine. Okay, so here's the game we're playing, Jake. Yes. I'm going to give you a team, a random team. You have to give me your pitch for Otani, and then you can give me a random team and then so forth and so on. Sure. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Um, pitch Otani to go to the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins. Well, we'll start. I'll, I'll, I'll start off online. The Twins, we, we have – like the same three million to offer international players or whatever it is, they're they're like right below Texas and the Yanks or whatever it is. Boring. Um, Minnesota are there friendlier people? <laughs> the only friendlier people are just north of us, and you get to meet a ton of them while you're up there. That's he can experience uh, Canada. It's very easy. You like lakes, my friend. <laughs> Got ten thousand of them. I know, I know you're leaving an island. Don't worry, we got lakes. We'll get you. How about we'll get you an island? Ooh, give him his own island on a Tawny Island. That's not bad. I'd take that maybe. Um, Minnesota. What else do we got there? It's a nice, delightful stadium, from what I've heard. I do want to go to um, that stadium. Do you, I, maybe he likes fishing or or uh, what's a what's a ski? Uh, not skiing. <laughs> room, room. Snowmobiling. Snowmobiling. Yeah, maybe he likes that. All right, it's great tunnel man. I think you're lost. I don't a lot think... of nice looking, nice, a lot of nice looking Nordic women. You like that? Can you upsell that? I don't know. I do like the look of Nordic women. If we're gonna kind of, I think that'd be kind of slimy to say nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Did I just say it? What else you got? 
What else are we missing in Minnesota? I think there's tasty treats out there. Nah, there's no good food. <laughs> You're uh, uh, give me a team, Mr. Otani. We'd love to have you join the Texas Rangers. Hey, you like people who are intolerant of other people's cultures? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You want to come be a stranger in a very friendly but also unfriendly land? We have good barbecue. Man, I don't want to go to Texas. I lived there for a little bit. Maybe I should take the Texas one. I think you there if if you're great, we'll love you. Like Dirk. <laughs> if you're bad, get out of town. Do they even love you? Not you. They don't love you. I see what you're doing here. Is, is Texas where a guy died in the stadium? Come on. Josh Hamilton threw through. There's a statue. It's got to be an upsell. Yeah. All, all the fans that have died in the stadium, we built the statue for. You like ghosts? They got ghosts in Texas? Oh, that guy. He haunts the stadium now. I don't know how many jokes we should make about this guy. That was a really sad story. <laughs> <laughs> that was really sad. Uh, it was really sad because it was Josh Hamilton who threw him that ball. And, like, Josh Hamilton's yeah. got enough demons already. He just... Yeah. Okay, uh, pitch pitch the pitch your home team, the Denver... Uh, the Colorado Rockies is their name. Colorado Rockies. Well, you're going to love the mountains. Who doesn't? We all like the mountains. It probably reminds you of Japan. Maybe. Um, <laughs> hey, if you want to hit... There's a good chance you can hit pretty well here. Your pitching numbers are going to be pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but Colorado's good because it's like, hey, hey, uh, Otani, come to Colorado. The air pressure is terrible. You'll lose your curveball, but people will understand and it'll just be accepted. Like, well, no one can really pitch there, yeah. so there's not a lot of pressure. And then if it does bum you out, you can just get really fucking high and forget about it. Like, what if, what if he's, what if he really wants to be a hitter? You know, like. Hey, Coors, come to Coors. We've had so many bad guys play really well. You're going to be a stud. You think Otani scouts himself? Like how he would face himself both ways? Like kind of. Has to, right? Just has to be part like, of the I think I think you're phrasing, like you're making it sound weird. Like he's picturing himself pitching against himself like 24-7. Here's, like, here's how I'd hit it. Like he's, a, like he's a psychopath. Like he's Dwight fighting himself in that episode of The Office. Block it. Boom. Throat punch. Um, oh, dude. How about no, if, if, if Otani hangs a curveball to a dude? How funny would it be if he just like looked at him and was like, I would have hit the shit out of that. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Real cocky. Yeah. Real peacocky. Pitcher throws him a 98 mile per hour fastball. He just looks at him and goes, I throw 100. <laughs> I don't think this is his personality. <laughs> let me, uh, I'll, I'll give you one more. Let's do, uh, uh, let's do the Dodgers. Do you want, I feel like you have mean things to say about I don't know. You want to come come sit in traffic and play for a bunch of fans who don't watch the game until the seventh inning, but you get to see beach balls float around, and that's pretty cool. It's like a high school graduation. <laughs> Everyone loves being at graduations. Psych. Who doesn't like a graduation? Graduations are, might be the worst thing that you could ever attend. I'd rather go to a funeral than a graduation. At least you get to learn about someone's history and like their life at a funeral. I like, so now that now that graduations have those stigmas, 
that stigma. A lot of them try to rush through it, and I like a rushed graduation. Oh my god, when they're yelling names out like Jimmy O'Brien, <laughs> Jake Storielli, Scott Hefner, blah blah blah. Scott Hefner, it's like Rudeness Roy, and they're like so going so fast. Oh, they have opposing. They have two name callers. That's how they do it. Yeah. Boom boom. Boom boom. It was like their genius idea. Yeah. I used to film high school graduations. It was miserable. And dance recitals for like three-year-old girls. Yeah. Just as miserable. Dancing. Um, I was going to pitch Oakland. I had a good one uh, thought up. It was, uh, hey, Otani, do you like standing in shit water? Well, only our opposing dugout that happens in. So if you play for us, you'll never have to stand in our opposing dugout and stand in shit. <laughs> I forgot about the shit water. That's <laughs> tough. Bad look. Milwaukee. Hey, Otani, I know that Asian people don't eat cheese. Well, you'll get a really good chance to taste a lot of cheese here in Milwaukee. Asian people don't eat cheese? Think of a Chinese dish with cheese on it. Bad, bad brain. I can't compute either of those. Yeah, they don't eat cheese. Kraus, ask Kraus, your your friend and my friend Kraus. His, his, in, high, yeah. in high school, they used to prank call the Chinese restaurant and say... <laughs> they used to just say... Hello, I have the order of cheese. I'm outside. <laughs> and the Chinese restaurant owner would be like, we didn't order cheese. <laughs> good pranks. Um, okay, what else? Is that the right? You want to pitch anymore? You good? Move on to fat team? And Any other teams we miss? Any other cities you want to make fun of? <laughs> uh, go to Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Otani. You want to come here? Is it? <laughs> you get really good practice with an umbrella. Our sports fans, they love cheering, but they don't actually like watching the games, and you will be completely forgotten by mainstream media like Robinson Cano. Come play for us in <laughs> Seattle. You want a bunch of hipsters to idolize? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't, doesn't uh, the other one that's kind of easy to poke holes at is that I'm, I think the Padres are supposed to be in the race because of they hired the Otani connection or whatever? Yeah, so the, the, someone said that like the Padres are worse than the Rays, and I was like, no way. Padres actually are trying to rebuild and they they're they're not great reasons, but they hired um the Nippenham's strength coach that was his coach. So there's that connection. They are on the West Coast, which is closer to Japan, and they uh have a deal with Japanese mark like right. a Japanese TV television network or something like that. So they're easy for Japan teams to watch, which no one knows what actually Otani wants. Those are just rumors. But like those are some connections. And it's you're in California. There's there's yeah. no rewarding reason to go play I'll, for the Tampa. I'll Warriors. say I'll say my my only I don't know this is an inside info, but an actual piece of information for because I know we're making fun of it pretty hard. But this is a guy who's skipping out on literally hundreds of millions of dollars between three years or two years, whatever it is. And I don't know. I think this part is like clearly like, like you said, how his teammates were talking about how he's like a straight shooter and he just hangs in his hotel room. Like this dude's either crazy passionate about baseball or he's like, <laughs> like it's Talladega Nights. <laughs> like he's this romantic guy that wants a, uh, a loving relationship between him and his team. I don't know. Holy shit, man. That Talladega Nights. Gerard, Gerard, Gerard <laughs> Brousseau or whatever his name is, is like a, a great call. Like, oh no, I am not over here for the money. I just want, yeah. <laughs> I just want to win against the best and go back home. 
Like if that, yeah. that's kind of how they're, they're painting Otani, which is hilarious connection. I can't believe that hasn't been made before. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Jake. Boom. Uh, you got another city. You want to sit you want another city? I think I'm good. Let's get to the fatties. All right. Yankees all fat team. I, I made a little episode on here asking for people to send in uh, our, our listeners. I don't know. It's not baseball season, so it's probably not the forefront of their mind. The voicemails, maybe you're a little shy. When the season kicks around, when spring training comes around, maybe when the manager gets announced, I expect all listeners to pick it up and, and, you, and start leaving voicemails and emails and get in more interactive. But we were up to ourselves for these fatties. We had like one or two people. I'll send something. We're going to go position by position. And we're gonna we're gonna have to agree on who's starting. And after the episode, send us some more because I'm sure there's some old school names that we're gonna miss too that are great fits. I texted my dad like, "What are some good fat Yankees?" And he didn't respond, so that sucked. Maybe he did, and I missed it. Tough, Dad. What the hell? The hell, Grandma? If you remember any Yankees, well, Estos. Grandma only became a Yankee worst fan in the '90s. Worst episode of the year. <laughs> my worst episode is probably when I yelled at Tankster, but a lot of people like that episode. Yeah, there's uh, whenever I get in fights. Fights with people on Twitter. Maybe this is the same guy. Just says, this sounds like uh, you're going to have to meet him at the Jersey Boardwalk. <laughs> Cracks me up. <laughs> All right. So here's how it works, Jake. We're going to start position. Yeah. Name some people. Choose a winner. They're their starter. Now, some guys, their fatness may outbalance their talent. Other people. Okay. That's what I was hoping Other people, for. their talent may outweigh their fatness. It's it all. It's a sliding scale. Right. So it's not it's it's a moving target a little bit. It's not bit. just the best fat player or the fattest player. It's we're gonna choose our best. So first base, let's go first base. Who you got? First base, I wrote down a couple names. Um and you know what's funny? I, I didn't have a lot of great ones for first base, which you'd think I got is like the fat boy position. I got four. I wonder how I wrote, they overlap. I wrote down Giambi. Oh. Mm. He's not like fat, fat, but he's totally baseball fat. Like guys don't look like him in other sports. <laughs> he's fat for a pro athlete, which is baseball fat, right? Yeah. Um, I put down Chris Carter kind of as a joke, kind of because I was mad that I was blanking at first base. He's just a big dude. Okay. The other one, digging through the old rosters, the one that popped up was uh, kind of a level. D- one of my sisters, keep referencing my sister, Thanksgiving. One of my sister's favorite players was uh, Nick Johnson. Big time bust. People keep saying uh, Bird's going to be like him. He wasn't like a bust bust. He just was what he was. Got, I got mean, injured a lot. But he, yeah. his second go around. He was a doubles Yan- hitter. His second go around with the Yankees was rough looking. Yeah. I was like, yo, dude. You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he used to come out to uh, – Party in the USA because his daughter liked. He it. was the first guy I remember wearing that weird thumb. I was thing gonna. I was. I hated that. I was gonna say that, but I thought I. W- I thought that was a wildly wrong like remembrance. But yeah, he was the first I mean, guy I remember wearing that thumb thing. First Yankee. There's, I'd assume a bunch of guys in the league before that, but it was it was totally weird. A lot of guys do it now. Yeah. All right. Here are my names: Cecil Fielder. Yeah. He got traded for. He only started like twelve games, <clears throat> but. Yeah. But he was a first baseman for the Yankees. Yeah, we like loopholes. G-Man Choi. Boom. Lance Berkman, big Puma. Man, I was thinking about Berkey. I I think might need to throw him in the outfield. We'll see. He never played outfield for us. And the, the, that was the other thing. So the tough part about this was figuring out, okay, when guys were on the Yankees, if they were on the Yankees. Because like when, 
I looked up a couple Fat Boy articles just to see if we were missing anyone, and like Adam Dunn kept coming up, and I kept doing like, did we ever trade for Adam <laughs> Dunn at the deadline? And now, nope. Okay, and my last one, so, was Steve Balboni, who's old school. He came up on Ugly Yankees, which isn't really not really ugly, but he is yeah. your classic like Guinea, like eighties mustache. He's pretty fat. My my leaders in the clubhouse, Cecil Fielder's fatness may outweigh his short time on the team. Also, his status. Yeah. Otherwise, Choi gets the recency bias. Balboni gets just Balboni's fun to look at. If you Google a picture of him, I like I like Berkman and Giambi. I gotta Google a picture of Giambi because I'm not sure if he was right. So that's the other part that's tricky because you think about like guys in the '90s that you looked at as a kid and you thought they were fat, but like they're kind of not. Like I looked up Jim Lairitz for a little Someone bit. Someone sent in Jim. Lairitz, like he wasn't he was fat. fat. He was like. A ball of muscle. Also listened to our little clip making fun of him. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't think Giambi's fat enough. Yeah. I think he just, the baggy jersey. Like, if you look at his jawline and his neck. Like, towards the end of his Yankee career. I mean, he wasn't in shape. Yeah, he's not going to win it. Because you got to have a true fatty at first. Because it's the only position you get him. Uh, he's got a couple picks. I mean, like, Oakland A's Giambi was kind of a hard But end of Yankees. I'm gonna, I, I don't know how many. Who, who you I don't know how, I'll give you first base. All right. Uh, you can choose between Cecil Fielder or Balboni. I mean, you've Googled pictures of Balboni, right? Yeah, we, we looked at Balboni on the... I mean, uh, you're going to Google one picture of him and fall in love. Yeah, he's pretty thick. <laughs> Give me Balboni. That's a good name, too. It's a great name, great mustache. Isn't it kind of... Isn't it kind of... T- it's tough that, like... That's supposed to be, like, the all-fat guy position. And a couple of Yan- Like, the Yankees recent history of first baseman have been pretty kind of fit guys like tino and like mattingly like mattingly you picture like a stick almost there are a lot of sticks you got but tony clark was a stick he was just super tall tony clark was big stick <laughs> it was a stick get that out of here all right all right so let's do middle infield because they're tough balboni what a great name all right around the horn we got balboni <laughs> middle infields go go for a second Second base, I only I only had one name for second, and he was – so this guy was reversible with my shortstop. That's not the term at all. Um, I had Enrique Wilson for second base. He was he was a little pudge ball for second base. Cool. Um, he's a, and and he's, the, he's the all-time Pedro killer. All so. right, so if you're, if you're going uh, Wilson at second, you're putting Soho at short, right? Yeah. <clears throat> bingo. Locked in, middle infield. That's a boring area. They're like – that's tough to find chubsters. There. We've we've done this a lot. I can tweet out the original time we talked about it on Talking Yanks, but there are some Luis Soho pictures out there that are just all time baseball pictures. Like that guy, he was a pro. It's not a men's league beer league. Great stuff. Yeah, and even if he was on a men's league team, you'd be like, okay, don't worry about this guy. All right, outfielders. I kind of oh third base, third base. I, third base. I have a lock at third base, but let's hear what you have. I think I have a lock at third base, but I too. have I have. A lock at third base. Well, what if I have the lock at third base we'll and it's the same guy? Okay. Let's say our guy. 90s? Let's, guys, let's say our guy on three. One, two, three. Charlie Hayes. Charlie Davis. Ooh. <laughs> Who'd you say? Charlie Hayes. Charlie Hayes, man. Charles Chili Davis. He's like an all-time fat boy team. But Charlie Hayes catching that last out of the 1996 World Series is forever imprinted in everyone's mind. I think Chili Davis is. I mean, Cut, I mean, both of us googling and not talking. 
Chili Davis. Yeah, right. <laughs> Chili Davis is barely fat, dude. Go bring up one picture of Charlie Hayes for me. Yankees. Chili Davis. Charlie Hayes looks like he walked off a public bus and got on third base. <laughs> Man, that one picture of Charlie Hayes is great. Fine. Thanks we'll, for missing out on great we'll, ball we'll, we'll put this to a vote. All-time third base, Charlie Hayes. Okay. You got. I got Charlie Hayes. You got Chili Davis. <clears throat> Charlie Hayes catching that third out, man, in 1996. All right, let's go to the outfield. Uh, right field's locked up with Babe Ruth, correct? The fat skill combo. Yeah. Well, let's Babe, not do Babe right Ruth field, center field, left field. Let's just do three outfielders. Yeah, it's, it's outfield. All right, I'll name mine and then you go. We'll figure it out. I got Babe Ruth, Kareem Garcia, Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu is like you if you were a baseball player. Who is, wow, okay, come on. <laughs> Who is Kareem Garcia? <laughs> um, yeah, dude, the, the Babe and Abreu are locks. Locks. It's not that many. I mean, I'm sure we're missing some, but yeah, and we're missing some. Man, I th- this one hurt my heart a little bit. Kareem's actually a solid one. Um, old Bernie Williams got start getting a little chunky. Um, I, I wouldn't say fat boy team, but he was he wasn't skinny boy team either. Kareem's pretty good. It's man, it's tough with baseball because of baggy jerseys and like fat faces. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, someone brought up Gary. Like Gary's a ball of muscle, but he's got that baby kind of yep. teddy bear. But he's like he no gut when you see him in person. Like Kareem Garcia had a fat face, <laughs> but I remember he played some center field for us. There's a picture I mean, of uh, Joe West holding him back, so his jersey's kind of taut. If you Google Kareem Garcia pictures and scroll down a little, and uh, he's got a gut there. Yeah, he's not he's not skinny by any means. Do you have anyone else, um, dude? Outfield's the one that's surprisingly tough because you think like. You know what it is? I think in Yankee history, like left field can be a fat guy position for a lot of teams. Like left field at Yankee Stadium is almost another center field position. Yep. So, and I mean, the recent right fielders are right fielders that jump out of your head. I mean, Paul O'Neill wasn't. Um, Swisher. Judge is just a monster. Sheffield. Swisher, I thought I thought someone might throw out the Swisher because he's kind of got the chubby face too, but he's, nah, he's, he's a skinny too. Too happy, and he's pretty fit. Let's just throw Kareem some love. Oh, my God. I found a great picture yeah. of Kareem. We'll give Kareem. Holy shit. <laughs> there's, some, there's some tough pics of Kareem. Oh, my God. Google Kareem Garcia Laguna. <laughs> he's got the bat behind his shoulders. Ah, oh, shit. It doesn't come up when you tweet that. Damn it. I'm just going to tweet it out randomly. Yeah. Just, just the picture. Okay, this is ter- when it's right. <laughs> you talk for five minutes while I do this. This is important. <laughs> You're doing this right now. Yeah, yeah. You talk. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, dude. Well, give me your give me your catchers. Catcher. So that's the big one because I I said first base is the all time fatty position, but it's got to be catchers. Um, There's two man, and I I think I so I think I have I'm going to say my winner last. I put down three names. I'm going to start with the least popular one, McCann, just because he was recent. McCann was fat. <laughs> um, uh, my runner-up fat boy catcher team was Jose Molina. I, um, yeah, he's on my list. I mean, he, he, he's an all, all-time baseball fat guy. He was he's tough. He was wide. He had that box truck build. Um, I mean, my number one, and I, 
I don't think I'm going to back down from him is Sal Fasano. He, he Sal Fasano is is what Steve Balboni wanted to be. Right. Um. So yeah. I, all right. <laughs> all right. We're sending out the team. Fasano Balboni. <laughs> Did they ever play together? Do they cross? No. If those two were on the same team, they would have had their lockers in the corner. And it just would have been El Grosso corner. <laughs> they would have had like one men's like mustache advertisement between the two of yeah. them. Yeah. Just like sharing deli meats and cold cuts. <laughs> it's like it's like a they were like a little league Italian team somewhere somewhere in New York City. All right, dude, pull up my Twitter and just it's it's <laughs> I've looked at it for about ten minutes now. And I cannot stop laughing. Who is Karim Garcia? Man, he's <laughs> thick dude. Did you see the picture I posted? All right. No, I'm not there yet. I'm starting to get excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kareem, look as sexy as possible. <laughs> How about that? Uh, that's bizarre. That's a great. Sorry, that's the worst section of a podcast ever. Yeah, you might you might have to touch that up, Jimmer. Yeah. Okay. Um. What next? Uh. So so catcher. Uh. We got uh. Fasano's back there, and Molina's back up. Did you have anyone else? You said you had what three names, four names? No, no. I just had Molina and Fasano. Fasano. Oh, All nice. Right. <laughs> Pitchers. Yeah. Fasano. Fasano gets the edge because of the mustache. Yeah. And the name. Did he have? You're my catcher guy. Did he have a weird catching style? I remember him doing something. Sal Fasano? Behind the plate. Yeah. I uh, probably lived in Australia. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think I watched. I don't I know. probably lived in Australia. All right. Uh, pitchers. Pitchers, we have CeCe. Wells. CeCe's a lock, right? Correct. Wells is CeCe a lock. CeCe and Wells are locks. Bartolo. Bart's, Bart has to be a lock. Arabu. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on Arabu. You know a sneaky one that I thought of, Jared Wright. Yeah, Jared. Jared was thick. I'm um, I mean I've got to rule that uh, Sydney Ponson. Oh my God, the Prince of Aruba! I cannot believe I forgot about Sydney Ponson. <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted him at me too. <laughs> Ponson was big. It's like Ponson looked uncomfortable pitching sometimes. It is a drunk, right? Big. Um, I think so. The only reason I remember the name Jarrett Wright because the wedding I filmed this last weekend, last Sunday, the officiant's name was Jared Wright. And I was like, imagine if I'm at another wedding with a MLB baseball player. Two in a row. You're right. But, well, I was at, I don't even know if I said that on podcast. Who who was? Stephen Vogt was at the wedding I was at. Yeah. You didn't talk to him? No way. He, he didn't, no. He didn't even really talk to anyone. He's on the outskirts. And I'm working. Really? I'm not just there. He's supposed to be like an all-time baseball cool guy, though. Yeah, here's chubby. He's definitely supposed not. to do like Farley impressions and stuff. I mean, he's at a, he's a guest at a wedding. It's not really the time to whip yeah. out the Farley impressions. Yeah, just, hey man, nice. You're, you're nice. I, I think I think he left after the horror. He's like, fuck this. It was a pretty yeah. weak horror, so I understand that. Bullpen. The only people I have is Jabba Chamberlain and Brian Bruni, yeah. Part One, Version One. Wow, Bruni. Rooney was really yeah, man, fat, I, then came back next year and lost a lot of weight, and then he was really good. And it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah, I, the only one that I wanted to throw out there, he's a hybrid. I'm Man, this is a guy whose Yankees career I always just get twisted up because there were such highs and lows. How about Contreras? Like such a nasty pitch, just didn't work out. He was a big guy. He got sloppy. He was supposed to be our ace. Didn't we throw him into the bullpen for a little bit? And he was like kind of dirty for a second, and then he wasn't. I I don't know. Just so many then he went mixed to, emotions then, about him. Then he went to uh, the White Sox and won a World Series and was amazing. Yeah, I'm trying. Did Ramiro Mendoza end up getting fat? I was going through some of the old bullpen names, and it's it's just tough. Michael, Pineda. they never had it. Michael Pineda's got a gut on him. Like he's, I think you could throw Pineda on the team somewhere. He's so big, so like it's like it's understandable that you got some weight on you. But he P- Pineda with his shirt off probably looks like a just a blob, like a tall <laughs> blob with legs. <laughs> yeah, I, none of the traditional like fat boy relievers have been Yankees. Like every day, every Gordado, um, El Guapo. So, yeah, it was kind of tough. Yeah, but, I mean, some of them are, are, are easy, some of them are hard. That's, uh, but that's it. So I'll make a little graphic. I'll do a – maybe. I got a lot of work to do, but I'll, I'll try to do I feel it. Like there's, I feel like there's one that we totally have just bombed on. So yeah. if you're us. listening, please tell us. Tweet us and let us know the ones we missed. Is that everything, Jake? Is that everything covered or everything you want to talk about? I think so, man. Is there anything, you know, we we had a little bit of a silly episode. Is there anything else, anything serious? else no. serious Yankees that has to be discussed? I don't think so, right? I mean, it doesn't, like, everything is like a forced discussion. How about this? You're going to hate this, but this is what people want. If you, you had to guess the Yankees manager today, who would it be? Aaron Boone. Yeah. Sure. Or Mullins. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's just really hard to say, like, this guy got the job when they're still interviewing. In my brain, if someone blows you away in the interview, you're going to be like, right, you I want I want that guy. Yeah. Yeah, because the Yankees don't need to, like, leverage money for paying a manager. If you're getting interviewed and the interviewee people ask you, like, is there any questions you wanted us to ask you today? What's your response? Say that again? You're on an interview, Right. Right. The interviewees, there's like three of them. One of them, nice woman. Sure. Professional working woman. Real nice. Nicest one the whole interview. She's the nice one. She's a good cop. Yep. She says, is there any question we didn't ask that you were hoping we would ask? So that they should ask me. What's your... Well, you know me. I went to your your father's school of interviews. Got Keep keep it light for the most part. I would say that okay. When can you start working? That Something is, like that. That is the only correct answer, Jake. You passed yeah. the interview. Anyone listening? The only correct answer is I was hoping you'd ask me when I can start. And the other thing I learned in the uh, Chris O'Brien School of Interviews: wear two different color socks. Hey, 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 Jimmy. What's what's your weakness? I'm really bad at matching my socks. And then you show it's him. Not bad. That, that's what my dad did, and then he showed him his mismatched socks. Pretty good. I, you, you told me to say some stupid like <laughs> shoe shopping or something. Yeah, it's you <laughs> like don't I'm just. I'm a I'm a lush when I go shoe shopping. Yeah, it's a trap question, so you just use it as an opportunity <gasps> to make a lighthearted joke. Is what my dad says. He's listening. Hi, dad. So Jim's going Aaron Boone for manager. I'll say Beltran does it. We're we're taking one from Houston, and a guy with Yankee history. The loser gets a Yankee tattoo on their face. 
Tiny though. Like when Phoebe and friends got tattoo of the whole world on her yeah. body, like just, yeah. you'd need two magnifying glasses stacked on top of each other to see the tattoo I'm going to get on my face, but yeah. it'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. We'll tweet that out with Kareem Garcia pictures. People are confused about that Kareem picture. They're like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, Hey, me too. I don't know why Kareem took that who, picture. Who is that ball of sex? <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, we got to think of some topics, uh, some more fun topics. So if you think of any fun topics, conversations about the Yankees, send them in. Um, if real news breaks, we can talk about that. But I am not going to waste time talking about what ifs until I die. Uh, Jake didn't die in this episode, so that's good yeah. news. Go I'm to affordablejerseys.com. Use discount code JOHNBOY. Buy some jerseys. I have Gary Sanchez and I have... Posada, who they don't have up for sale, special offer because we know the owner of the website and uh, he hooked me up and I like my catchers. So if anyone wants to buy me a jersey, just tweet, DM me, ask for my uh, address. I'll give that to you and then you can buy me. I need Greg Bird and Tanaka. And then come murder him. One home, one away. Give me Tanaka away. I'd go to... For all the people that are buying me gifts, I'd go Tanaka away and bird home. For everyone listening, getting Jimmy gifts. (laughs) And if you guys could coordinate amongst your own, because I know there's probably like 10 or so. I don't need like three. And I wear a large. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Enjoy um, your life until you hear from us next. Hopefully we get some actual news and stop with with the nonsense. Either going to be a silly show or a Yankees manager show coming up pretty soon. So... Pretty good. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.